Welcome to the Progress Not Perfection podcast. I don't know about you, but I have spent way too many years trying to be perfect and holding myself back because I didn't feel good enough. But recently, I started to fully grasp what it means to receive the incredible gift of God's grace. Now I desire more than anything to be more like Him. As it says in 2 Corinthians 12 verse 9, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. If you've been feeling unfulfilled and weighted down by your past, but you know in your heart you have more to offer, you're in the right place. My name is Cherie Haynes, and each week I'll be sharing Bible verses and words of encouragement. You, my friend, are here for a reason, and I can't wait for you to begin letting your amazing light shine. Now, let's go ahead and jump into today's show. Hello, and welcome back to the Progress Not Perfection podcast. As you know, next week, we will be starting the Complaint Free Challenge or the No Complaining Challenge, whatever you want to call it. I've talked about this in a couple of episodes, and I've been just trying to sprinkle it in, um, hopefully to (laughs) encourage a few others to join us. And again, we're going to be starting No November 1st, but I ran across a passage in a devotion earlier this week that, you know, I felt really was in alignment with (laughs) the reason that I know myself in particular, you know, wants to do this um, no complaining challenge. And so I want to read this to you. And then I'm going to share a little bit more out of the book, um, A Complaint-Free World, and just give you some food for thought to think about as we go into the weekend, because I really just hope that you will take some time and pray about this and just ask God to, you know, reveal to you if this is something that would bless you. You know, it's not going to be easy for any of us, but I just truly believe if you will listen to that voice and um, and just take that leap of faith, I, I just don't think that we will be able to fathom, you know, all of the blessings that will come from, you know, just becoming more positive people that realize all of the blessings we have and 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 use our words to to bless others instead of complaining and bringing people down with our negativity. So this is James 3, and it's going to be verses 1 through 12. Dear brothers and sisters, not many of you should become teachers in the church, for we who teach will be judged more strictly. Indeed, we all make many mistakes, for if we could control our tongues, we would be perfect and could also control ourselves in every other way. We can make a large horse go wherever we want by means of a small bit in its mouth, and a small rudder makes a huge ship turn wherever the pilot chooses to go, even though the winds are strong. In the same way, the tongue is a small thing that makes grand speeches, but a tiny spark can set a great forest on fire. And among all the parts 
parts of the body, the tongue is a flame of fire. It is a whole world of wickedness corrupting your entire body. It can set your whole life on fire, for it is set on fire by hell itself. People can tame all kinds of animals, birds, reptiles, and fish, but no one can tame the tongue. It is restless and evil, full of deadly poison. Sometimes it praises our Lord and Father, and sometimes it curses those who have been made in the image of God. And so, blessing and cursing come pouring out of the same mouth. Surely, my brothers and sisters, this is not right. Does a spring of water bubble out with both fresh water and bitter water? Does a fig tree produce olives or a grapevine produce figs? No, and you can't draw fresh water from a salty spring. I don't know if this convicts you like me, but, um, you know, in particular, starting at verse 9, sometimes it praises our Lord and Father, and sometimes it curses those who have been made in the image of God. And that just, that just makes me so sad, you know, because I have been guilty. You know, I try to watch what I say and, and, you know, be respectful of others and, and not curse and things like that. But I'm guilty of it. You know, if I am taking an honest look, I, I have used the same mouth to praise the Lord. And then in the next breath, you know, said something I shouldn't have. And I just, can't imagine how much that hurts our Father in Heaven to hear that, to watch that, you know, and it just breaks my heart that, you know, that we do this to Him time and time again. And it goes on to say in verse 10, And so blessing and cursing come pouring out of the same mouth. Surely, my brothers and sisters, this is not right. And it's not right. And I just believe if you, my friend, are willing to be vulnerable and do some self-reflection like I have lately, that maybe you'll realize that, you know, this is something that you could work on as well. And obviously, I am not going to force this on anyone. I know this has to be a decision that you make for yourself, but I just truly believe in my heart that this is going to be such a blessing to us all to finally, you know, realize the power of our words and really start thinking before we say anything that, you know, we can't ever take back. So I um, I really felt convicted by that, and I just thought it really went hand in hand <laughs> with um, this no complaint challenge. So I wanted to share that with you, and then I just wanted to share a little bit out of um, a complete free world, how to stop complaining and start enjoying the life you've always wanted. And again, this is by Will Bowen, but this is in the conclusion. I'll just read a little bit. He says, If we want to improve the world, it must first come from our healing the discord within our own souls. Changing our worlds will ultimately change our thoughts, and this will in turn change our world. When we cease complaining, we remove the outlet for our negative thoughts, our minds shift, and we become happier. Having no place for the negative thoughts to be expressed, the mind ceases production of them. 
When your mouth stops expressing negative thoughts as complaints, you will discover new, happier thoughts currently hidden behind the fog of negativity that shrouds your thinking. He goes on to say, once you have completed 21 consecutive days complaint-free, you will move from being a person who is addicted to complaining to being one who is in recovery from a complaining addiction. Recovering alcoholics say that no matter how long they've been sober, if they spend enough time around booze, they are going to drink. If people around you are complaining, remain vigilant not to join in. You may have to extricate yourself from negative relationships. If they are at your place of work, change departments or change jobs. The universe will support you along your positive new path. If they are with friends, you may realize that you have evolved beyond the present relationship. Even if the negative relationships are with family members, it may be best to limit your time with those people. Don't allow people who are negative to rob you of the life you desire. It takes 21 days to form a habit. You can reverse the complaint-free habit with 21 days of your old behavior. So be aware of those around you because you may be tempted to follow their lead. Take care of yourself and beware of toxic complaining people. If you are not mindful, you could entrain with them and sink back into the mire of negativity. Love others. The best definition of love I've ever found comes from Dr. Dennis Waitley. Love is unconditional acceptance and looking for the good. As we accept other people and situations and look for the good in them, we will experience less to complain about. Loving others means not trying to get them to stop complaining. Rather, it's sweeping off your own doorstep knowing that it is the surest way to clean the entire world. As you become complaint-free, it's not what you say, but your energy behind your words that is important. When something good happens, no matter how small, say, of course, knowing that you are a magnet for beneficence. You might even put a knowing smile on your face to anchor the experience. Did you find a parking place right in front of the store you're visiting on a rainy day? Say, just my luck. Did you forget to put money in the parking meter only to return and find no ticket under your windshield wiper? Affirm, this always happens to me. As you begin to speak this way, it may feel silly, but every time you use affirmative words to describe your experiences, you are putting solid bricks into the foundation of a better life. Because of you and the tens of millions of other people who are right now switching their bracelets and continuing along the complaint-free path, I have hope that the prevailing attitude of the world will shift. So just wanted to share a little bit. And some of the things he says in here, it's kind of interesting. He is a pastor, but I, I guess he didn't want this to be limited by religion. So some of the terms he uses, such as the universe and things like that, don't always sit well with me. But I know in my heart, you know, that it's God that is in control. And, you know, I feel like as long as we can put things in the proper perspective, you know, 
know, we, um, you know, I don't think it hurts to, um, to read books like this, but we know in our hearts, you know, ultimately God is in control of everything. So just going back to James 3 one last time, let's just go back to that last paragraph that I read and, um, and then we'll close in prayer. And this is James 3 verses 7 through 12. People can tame all kinds of animals, birds, reptiles, and fish, but no one can tame the tongue. It is restless and evil, full of deadly poison. Sometimes it praises our Lord and Father, and sometimes it curses those who have been made in the image of God. And so blessing and cursing come pouring out of the same mouth. Surely, my brothers and sisters, this is not right. Does a spring of water bubble out with both fresh water and bitter water? Does a fig tree produce olives or a grapevine produce figs? No, you can't draw fresh water from a salty spring. And so again, I just pray that you will take some time this weekend and pray about this, my friend, and just, and again, just ask God to reveal to you, you know, if this is something that, you know, could be a blessing in your life as well. So let's go ahead and close in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, just thank and praise you for this wonderful new day. I just thank you for, you know, this passage from James chapter 3 that was just so convicting to me. And and hopefully, you know, it was also convicting to my friend. And, um, you know, as they meditate on this over the weekend and go to you in prayer, Lord, please just, if it's your will, encourage them to take this leap of faith and join us in this no complaining challenge and just let them know that we are welcoming them with open arms and we're all in this together supporting each other holding each other accountable and i truly believe on the other side of this 21 days when we finally make it (laughs) will be just a beautiful life that we won't even be able to imagine right now so um just thank you again lord and please bless us this weekend as we go about you know our weekends and um we just ask this all in your son's name amen i hope you love today's episode friend i pray it reminded you in some way that you have something amazing to offer the world and it's time to start letting your beautiful light shine If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with someone else that needs this reminder? It would also mean the world to me if you would take 30 seconds for me and just leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. This is the only way that I know that you're actually enjoying the show. Plus, it warms my heart when I get to hear from you. I pray God's blessings on you the rest of the week, and I can't wait to talk to you again soon. God bless.